All right, uh, we're back on the Exit 52 podcast. Totally forgot to uncheck the loop button there. So off to a hot start here on a Wednesday night. <laughs> My name is Jake Luke. Little full court press here with all the guys joining me for a little spooky season happy hour situation there. B. Rye, you're moving the hands around. We'll start with you. How's it going? It's going. That was a little full court press type of thing. Okay. Just trying to get the hands Active out. Hands. Get into like that, that defensive yeah. position. Yeah, yeah. full Keep court press. Moving. Take away the passing lanes. Uh, just make yourself big. You get it. Yeah, I do get it. How uh, how's everyone else doing? We're we're all together now for the first time in a while. I feel like the the last time we did this, it was in person at an Orioles game, probably, and uh, haven't done a happy hour episode in a couple months either. So uh, what's uh, what's what's crack a lacking? Wasn't it the deadline trade deadline? I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Jack Flaherty, yeah. what a move! Jack. Big Jack, Jack, it's Cracker good. Jack. Where I think at the end we were like. Um, I hope we don't come back in a few months and hope that they made better moves. <laughs> uh, now you can sort of do that. Uh, my, my thing about that is that we could play Monday morning quarterback on that series all we want, but we were miles and miles away from winning that series. So just, you just tip your cap to the Rangers. They showed up. We didn't, we can nitpick and surely there are some areas we can improve, but um, I, to, to pick out one or two things and really hammer it and be like, that's the reason why we, we aren't still playing is a little ridiculous in my mind. I'm in on the line of thinking where it's like, Hey, they just played well and we didn't. And I feel like that's how it should go with like every single week. We probably shouldn't even do podcasts really like, Hey, the Ravens, you know, they played well and the Titans didn't. And you know, we'll see what happens this weekend. You know, nobody knows, but it'll be fun to watch. Uh, but yeah, no, I th- I do think generally you're right though. Like the players just kind of, laid an egg in that one and we're just gonna have to live with it for a very long time here well uh, it also helps that the rangers are just awesome like they're losing obviously right now five nothing maybe maybe we wanted max scherzer to start in the alds yeah what I did he get like eight pitches in something like that yeah so that was i think we might have needed that but yeah the baseball playoffs uh bit of a dud thus far i think fair uh, to say 100 percent a dud yeah like there's the only memorable moment is um, Every time the Phillies hit a home run, no, the 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 Atlanta double up to win the game, like that's that's the only good. That was really the only game I can remember from the whole playoffs. I don't. I mean, I'm I'm tuned in every night to the Phillies. Like I I'm I'm in on this Phillies team. This is fu- like they're fun. And I I blogged it the other day, yesterday I think. But I no one in baseball has done a bigger 180 on me than Bryce Harper. I, I mean, I was I hated the guy early on, and now I'm like this guy. He's the perfect baseball person. Him. I always liked him because he he and Manny seemed to be boys. So I was like, oh, yeah. I kind of like that guy. I just didn't like. I think it's just I just didn't like him because he was a gnat and he and he came off immature and as a punk. And I love seeing him get choked by Papelbon. That's just two people I did not like. That that like the way and the way that they would he choke the away every like game was like, great. Um, but I don't know. He's just become so much more likable as a Philly. And then I mean, I'm obsessed with Nick Cassianos and his son. That they, they, those two are the best thing in sports right now. They're incredible. Like his son just sitting by himself, like right behind the, uh, the on deck circle, just going nuts. Every time his dad, it's a home run. It's the coolest thing in the world. Brian's not saying anything about that, but I can imagine him sitting there in a dark room watching that. And like, it just brings a tear to his eye, just the game of baseball and fathers and sons. It's just a, to- a former player's kind of dream there. So yeah. listen, as, as yeah. now, now one of the assistant coach for the Glen Burnie red dragons, I, I, you know, being on the field with a, a child, it's, it's, you know, now I get it. I, we're basically living, uh, you know, what Nick Cassianos and, and his son Liam are going through. Except, no one on the Red Dragons can field a ground ball or stop picking their nose or has a handful of dirt at any given time during practice tonight. So, 
No. Mm. Wow, you're really throwing your players under the bus there. Well, I, I'm just saying, you know, you don't bring a glove to practice. I don't, I don't really know what you're going to do. So. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, we're we're here to uh, talk a little Orioles, I guess. So, Eric, how about you, uh, you You keep it rolling here. Jump us into a little bit of a post-mortem on this team because it's been about a week. Uh, you got you and Taylor put some thoughts together after that series ended. You and I talked in the midst of it. Uh, I think we kind of knew that we were uh, – uh, sitting on the the deck of the Titanic there at that point, so I kind of got some of my my post mortem thoughts in. But I mean, just to kind of start it off, uh, you know, take us uh, take us into it. Post mortem twenty twenty three Baltimore Orioles. First word that comes to mind. Let's go with that. First word for the playoff series or just for the Orioles? Just the Orioles in twenty twenty three. Can I can I do? T- I want to do two, and I just want to say a wild ride. Like that's all this year was. This this summer was just a complete like. I think it was just a wild ride with with how well they were playing, and then right in the middle of it to have the Kevin Brown shit fall into place with 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 Angelos and and the ownership and some of that stuff, and then everyone being like, "Oh, this is going to tank the season," or they're really going to, you know, the players are going to feel this effect, and then they just took off from there and played even better. Um, and yeah, it sucks with how it ended. You know, I, I mean, it ended before it seemed like the playoffs even started. Like it was especially with games two and three just being just done in the second inning, the games were done. They were finished. Um, so that, that, that does suck how it, it, they flamed out kind of like that. But again, it, it, I'd said earlier, it makes me feel better because the Rangers are just doing it to everyone minus the Astros tonight, but they're, they're a full on wagon this whole postseason. Um, but yeah, again, it, it sucks with how it ended, but it, 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 I mean, overall it was a great year and, and you know, I'm, you can be happy with, with, how they performed in the regular season and say that it was a great year for them while also being disappointed and saying this, this was a failure in the postseason because I think we all would have said, you know, this is an ALCS or bus team right now. And, and obviously the Rangers seemed like the weakest team um, advancing. You could say them are the twins. I mean, the Rangers played, I think it, I think I looked it up the other day, September 8th, they had like a 36% chance to win the, to make the, the playoffs. And now again, they're just steamrolling everyone. But, um, they just they didn't show up and and playoff baseball is a different animal you're seeing that now um it was funny we harped all year on pitching 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 and we were like oh yeah you know it you know we'll be i think we'll be all right and it second half pitching was awesome but this uh, you know grayson had an awful start kramer had an awful start bradish was good um so it's you know i don't know it, it was it was it sucked with how it ended that quick um and again the offense just did not show up in really any game um so, well, except the second game when it was kind of out of reach, but that was, that was a big thing. Offense didn't show up. Pitching was bad. And, and again, a week later, we're sitting here still licking our wounds. So it was cool to see Mountcastle, Hayes and Rutschman get nominated for um, gold gloves. I thought Gunner would have got a utility spot, but I guess they're just going to be fine with giving him the rookie of the year. But, you know, now we kind of just sit back and, and watch the rest of the playoffs and, and we look forward to the winter meetings and trades and, and, you know, guys on the 40 man and and stuff like that so that that's the next step yeah i think the explanation there was gunner like rotated too much to make it as a third baseman and then not enough to be the utility guy so just kind of a stuck in the middle type situation i'm sure if he had played one more or the other he probably would have gotten that nod and mm-hmm. probably will next year but uh gentle spin what are you what are your kind of thoughts on uh the 2023 season as a whole for uh the orange tide super fired up i think that there were a ton of guys that were green we think about Grayson Rodriguez and just like playoff expectation wise things like that 
We have Graham Barry in the comments. Uh, Adley Rushman just having an absolute day. I heard that podcast is awful, by the way. Oh, I believe <laughs> it. The clip they put out was them going, so you you bat with both hand from both sides. And he's like, yeah. And they're like, oh, tell us about that. Hell yeah. I'm checking <laughs> that out that's for That's sure. the clip they put out from their social like. And it's like, oh, that's not. I mean, it's not going to be high quality from like a baseball perspective. I don't think that's their primary demo. No, but I would expect like, <laughs> something better than like, so. That's some Kyle Mooney shit right there. Yeah, like, yeah, like I was waiting for that. To, I, I don't know. I got to watch it unless. <laughs> maybe they're doing they also, a, maybe they're trying and failing to do the Bobby Altoff shtick. <laughs> maybe but apparently my buddy listened to some of it and goes i had to turn it off they they were talking about they stayed in harbor east for preakness and they were like yeah we stayed like in some hotel like at a circle right next to like a big river you're like that's the inner harbor a big river, a yeah. river. so <laughs> just, that's Johnny a, Cash. a warning to, to what you're gonna get <laughs> if, into. I'm, if i'm a 20 year old like gen z or that could be a river that could be a big river Gen Z. Yeah, I mean, they don't know anything. Baltimore. They don't know anything about Baltimore. I, this, I'm now looking at their guest list so far. What a list! It's such a fascinating list of guests. It goes from Jake Paul to Jazz Chisholm to Overtime Megan to <laughs> Jazz Chisholm. Yeah, gets on the show. Flaugé Johnson from LSU basketball. I'm gonna admit they're all over the place. Who I was is, in New is, Orleans. I didn't know it was the. I think it's the Mississippi. It's either that or the Missouri. I was like, what? What is that body of water? And it's like, oh shit, that's just like the most famous river, like maybe in the world. Who did? Who is Overtime? You said Overtime Megan. That's a per is that she's a an influencer. Oh. She was just with uh Livy and Paul Skeens at an LSU game. That video of Paul Skeens that is was, incredible. That was hilarious. Yeah, he mm. yeah, he looks like he's having a time. Embrace debate. What's a more famous river, Amazon or Mississippi? Uh Amazon. healthy debate. I, I'm gonna go with the Mississippi because, because of all the, the content around it. Healthy debate. Does yeah, the, I, like you to, I feel like you have to define that. Direction? You have to define that by like asking someone in Kenya or like Uzbekistan, which one they know. I mean, there's okay, only that's one. That's how you settle which, which one's more famous. Well, we're going to send you out there. We'll ex we'll ex expense your uh, your trip out there. Spirit Airlines. You'll talk to somebody <laughs> in Uzbekistan, and we'll get to the bottom of this. I watched the David Beckham documentary, which honestly was really good. Oh, I want to watch high that. quality. What did you say, Taylor? I want to watch that. I'm yeah, excited. Yeah, ne on Netflix, highly recommend. And. They had to like find, they sent, uh, I think it was BBC or someone sent correspondence to like the corners of the earth. And it took them like 10 months to find some sheep herder in a West African country. It was a goat herder, pardon me, that didn't know who David Beckham was. It was like a huge thing. That was like great content in like 2003. That was like fantastic content. Back Maybe then. it was a uh, Giovanni Carmazzi. Shout out to the two people that get that reference. Um, but yeah, I guess. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> Check out the uh, the Tom Brady documentary, and you will. Uh, we can oh. keep it moving. Uh, Brian, thoughts on the Orioles 2023? Uh, I mean, I'm going to echo a lot of the sentiments that these two have shared. Um, I'm just excited about the future. I think that's what the focus is, should be at this point. Um, coming into the year, it, it would have been easy and to be satisfied by 85 or 90 wins and being like, okay, 2024 is that year. And then we got the tease, and – you got to think that it was worth it for sure. I mean, a division title is not something that I mean, really in my my conscious lifetime, that's the second time they've done it. I mean, I was six years old. I They were a wild card team in 97, but won the division in 96 or have that mm -hmm. backwards. They went wire to wire. 97, they went wire to wire, I think. Went wire to wire, right. So, I mean, I was six years old. I vaguely remember going to a playoff game for that. But outside of that, 
second time we've ever won the division. So like we should really be feeling good about that. Um, if you can compartmentalize the two, um, I think you're in a healthier mindset. Um, but yeah, I mean, Gunnar Henderson, everything we thought he'd be and more, maybe took a little bit for him to cook, but, um, I mean, I really look at the second half of this season as kind of the picture of what this team is going to be for a lot of years with Grayson and hopefully Bradish and, um, man, my per maybe, maybe we're getting into a sponsor segment. No, I'll save it. We'll save it. We'll let, we'll do the round table. I've got to take, um, in terms of what I want to see for the Orioles moving forward here. Um, and I'll, I'll bite my tongue. Best I've ever felt about the Orioles in my life. We kind of yeah. diverged. That's my that's my only take. I've best I've ever felt about the Baltimore Orioles in my lifetime. Yeah, beginning my, of an era. Honestly. I think like Taylor, you and me and Eric previewed this season, if I'm if I remember correctly, on uh, a pod. And I predicted them to make the playoffs. I said, look, it's time. They're more than talented. Hyde's been here enough. He's familiar with these guys, mm -hmm. and the division's going to be tough. But I think they they I think I had them at like 92 wins or something. And I was like, yep, they'll find a way into an AL wildcard spot, and that'll be kind of the jumping off point. So, yeah, a little bit uneven as far as all the off-the-diamond off shit that went on with Angelos, frankly, putting his foot in his mouth every single time. It seemed like the team was crescendoing. He found a way to do that, which was an interesting kind of roller coaster ride. But, yeah, man, I had them in the playoffs. I didn't expect it would happen in the way that it did. Uh, and as far as I'm concerned, I, I think they're in a really good spot. I'm not going to say ahead of schedule or anything because let's be honest, they kind of deliberately tanked for a couple of years. So the schedule is, uh, I don't know if you can really quantify that in any sort of real way. Uh, but they're just in a very, very good spot, disappointing way to see it end. But the fact that the playoffs themselves have been just kind of a total wash, makes me feel better about that for some reason. Just the fact that like the Phillies are doing what they're doing, the Rangers are doing what they're doing as a wild card. It kind of makes me even more hopeful that, yeah, if you throw some money at this team, which that is a very big if, obviously, uh, you can maybe make some noise in the postseason next year and uh, like, you know, they're, they're on track to do so. Taylor, give us your thoughts. Yeah, you said like what would be the a one word to RDT. Mine would be just like reinvigorated. Um, just mm -hmm. overall about watching the Orioles day to day, week to week, um, as sort of a part of my life. I think they sort of fell out of that um, rotation for me. RDT and the and the true diehards and the and the they did an awesome piece on like Orioles Twitter, like much respect for like continuing to watch night to night in the, you know, a hundred lost days. I just I kind of fell out of it. Not that I wasn't paying attention <laughs> that we were covering them, so I was watching them, but it wasn't with the it was just like, oh I guess like I'll turn the Orioles on and and you know, they'll kind of be in a background noise. And this was more, I was paying attention way more pitch to pitch in the regular season. Um, and that feels really good to have a baseball team at that point. And one of the things me and Eric talked about on the sort of post-mortem after the playoff elimination um, was, I think, trying to enjoy what happened as opposed to maybe starting to project forward about like ownership, not spending or not making the moves you think should be made or losing guys and really like enjoying the fact that they clearly have a structure in place that's going to make them pretty competitive moving forward. Where that takes the team, ALCS, World Series, uh, a championship remains to be seen. Um, but to actually have some hope surrounding them and be in a place where for the entire summer we talked about the Orioles week to week and it was a fun conversation about you know what moves they could make to improve the team and what you know, you know, we did pods earlier in the X-52 era where we were like talking about prospects and we had like a draft episode. It's like, that's not hopefully what you want to be doing for your baseball team. Um, you don't see those guys for a while. 
uh, except for maybe Jackson Holiday, who I think is going to be on this team to start the year next year. Um, and that's a really cool – that was just a really cool feeling um, in general, and that's kind of my thought on it. Obviously, the RDC said it right. Like It felt like they were out of the playoffs before we even really like got into a mode of being in the playoffs. It was just over so freaking quickly. But in game two, to be in the stands – with the energy that was in the building and experiencing all that was awesome. Like that was a, a a thing that I hope is around consistently over the next, you know, decade or so with what they have in place. You know, this is always the tough part of, you know, maybe that goes away if, if certain things happen, but that being back in Baltimore and having really relevant baseball throughout the year was, was, was very, very enjoyable. Um, and is, it is a season I will remember incredibly fondly, the rest of my Orioles rooting life. Uh, it was, and this is a, it's a, it was an awesome group in general to be in like this position, like we were and have some times where we like interacted with a few of these guys and um, how they sort of embraced the city too. I thought that was, that was very, very cool. Um, and if these guys stay long-term, I think we'll really endear them um, to the place. So you hope that, that happens, have, but that yeah. was my reinvigorated is my word to describe my Orioles experience this year that's a perfect word i think i had to have gone to 10 15 maybe more games for the first time in my entire life right like i in 2014 i was in college that wasn't happening i went to a few when i was back home but wasn't able to make it happen and then you know throughout the uh the years since you know it's been just uh i, I returned to baltimore in uh, the beginning of 2018 which was right when things really started to turn south so i just didn't really have much of an interest in uh going and I, i'm kind of similar to you in that i was still following the team i would watch maybe one or two games a week like all the way through but man it was just a tough slog and yeah shout out to the true diehards that were kind of riding with them every single night but yeah absolutely reinvigorated uh they were getting me back out there people like you back that out there i'm sure on a much more consistent basis and that's a very big deal for all the talk of attendance and everything and uh all the talk from the owner about how that's going to affect them financially. I mean, it's just like the, the fans are showing up and they're starting to do their part in a big way. And that's, uh, that's nice to see any more general thoughts before we kick it into hot takes. I know uh, Brian's champing at the bit over there. Uh, I, I will say, and, and Taylor touched on it at the end. Elias had a really good quote at the end of his like season ending press conference, where again, Taylor said, you know, I hope the city, you know, he'll always remember this team. And Elias kind of echoed that and was like, I hope the people of Baltimore will look back on this team again. They didn't win anything. They're not throwing a parade or anything, but he's like, I hope they will look back and like really appreciate this team. Like, like, like we do with the 2014 team. Again, that team lost in the ALCS. They got swept, you know, just like the, um, this team did, but it's like, we think back on that team with Adam Jones and, you know, and, and Chris Tillman and Manny before he tore up his knee and Davis before he got popped for steroids and was batting a buck 90, but JJ Hardy and, you know, guys like that. And it's like, oh man, like it, it's just a good memory to have. And that team, this team is going to have that same effect. And again, even though they didn't win and, and in today's day and age on social media, where it's like, you can't show an ounce of happiness. If your team didn't win the, the championship or super bowl, like you're looked at as a loser. Cause you're like, oh, this, you're happy with, you're okay with this. It's like, no, 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 that's, that's not what we're saying. But like, it's okay to again, look back at this team and be like, that was a really fun team. Like they, they, they helped usher in a new brand, a new, era of Orioles baseball and like it's okay to like you know kind of give them their flowers and and show them respect and and you know again just to thank them for for what they've done and and Jake you said the same thing like the group that they have is a such a likable group there there really isn't anybody that you can you know was pissing and moaning the whole year it, it's just a very fun group to be around and, and I'm excited <laughs> for the future and and Again, this is really, I've said it a bunch of times, like this isn't, this wasn't even really the appetizer. This is like, you're getting sat 
waiting for, you know, waiting for your menus. Like you're not, we're not even at the appetizer yet. Next year is going to be, you know, so much better. And, and it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun going forward. So maybe this was the undercooked appetizer and then we sent it back and then we're going to get a fully cooked appetizer next year. And then after that, we'll get course number one. And then course well, number I hope two, not. I mean, course number three, course number, listen, not, not one, not two, not three. No, that's what I'm saying. I got it. I, I'm, I'm picking it up, but I want to eat. I want to eat next year. I want to eat like, you know, I want to eat. Listen, when you're in my squad, everybody eats. Uh, okay, Brian. My only my only last thought to add real quick would be, unlike the, you know, 10 years ago run and unlike the 1996-97 run where it felt like those teams were kind of put together for that moment and there wasn't, you know, mm-hmm. a like five or eight year projection with the team. This is the most like sustainable sustainability feeling you've gotten about the Orioles in a really long time. And I think that's going to interest going to be interesting thing for both the franchise and the fan base to navigate franchise. What moves do they make to put the pieces together to actually make that happen? And the fan base navigating, you know, the ever present hope of having the ability to win it every single year for a while, as long as these guys are on the team, that really wasn't despite the fact you had a young guy like Manny um, and like a guy that you locked up long-term like Chris Davis, on a 2014 team, it didn't like they were going to have to make like lots of moves to continue to put that together or 96, 97. They spent a ton of money and brought in a bunch of guys to put those teams together. Whereas this one, because it's ahead of schedule, it feels more sustainable. So how do you, how do you go about that? So that, that to me is like going to be very interesting. And hopefully that allows them to do all the financial things like sell season tickets and things like that to, I guess, have the money to sign the players. But um, it's never as simple as, what that made it what john angels made it seem so hell okay. yeah brother cool well i guess we are getting into hot takes then presented by black eyed susan spices uh promo code exit 52 for 10 percent off uh at black eyed uh tremendous product i've been actually using it on my uh my chicken sandwiches the last couple of weeks been throwing a little trinidad time bomb on mm. there they of course have captain clyde's cannonball crush now available check them out uh really good products over there good friends of ours so go ahead and support what they're doing it's a spicy <laughs> taylor's <Wow>. face <laughs> i thought that was a sound clip <laughs> yeah, me too and then i saw spenny finishing <laughs> taylor's face when he buys <laughs> There you have it. Seriously, that shit's hot, brother. That'll get it is you. hot. It it is. Is. <laughs> You're hot. What, what is it on the scale of Chipotle hot sauce? Oh, here it's we hot. go. Chipotle Tabasco, like at the no, no, like the hot sauce, like the the red oh, hot sauce. Tomatillo. Yeah, it's hotter. Than I get two scoops if we call that. The, if we call the the hot the hot at Chipotle, and that can be that can be variables, but if we call I that agree. a five, just as like a number out of like sure, just like an average, a ball I would scale. say it's like a six point one. Okay. I don't know. I've burnt my taste buds off. I'm I like everybody thinks I'm trying to be Mr. Cool Tough Guy or something. I just fucking love hot sauce. And yeah, it's as spicy. <laughs> I do too. I'm I'm just Cajun though. So it's kinda 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 runs in the blood there. But yeah, no, it's a good product. I'm not. I'm I have Jew blood. I'm not supposed to like things like that. Those are supposed to kill me. I didn't know that. I just uh, you're telling me now for the first time. Oh my God, BB! That's what's a good your hot ad. Take? That's a good ad to the soundboard. We do the best ads. If you want an ad, pick us. We'll fucking do it. <laughs> what are they doing? How about DT's golf game right now? Is he is he killing it? 
the video oh my god he came out with a with a, a video with a, a tracer on it where he absolutely looked like he <laughs> hammered a ball it was an amazing video the idea of him sitting there like doing the tracer thing like you have to do all those apps <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that's the funniest fucking thing i would love to know who on his media team did the tracer on his golf video brian what's your hot <laughs> yeah i'm just letting you guys have the floor until we get all those giggles out <laughs> um i was talking about the rotation what that might look like for 2024 um i i want to see dl hall in it i want to see him get back on the bump and be a starter um i think i saw enough out of him and and i it does bother me a lot of times when people get moved to the pen and it may be circumstantial because of injury or, or some of the things that deal hall went through this year and they have success there. People feel like, Oh, they got to stay there. Like we just have to ride the success where they are. No, I don't want to see only 50, 60 innings out of deal hall. I want to see 180. I want to see, I want to, I want him to push 200 if we can. Um, he's clearly got the stuff to compete. Um, his numbers were pretty strong there. They're inflated for the regular season with like one appearance early in the year where he gave up a dong. But he struck out 23 in 18 innings. Uh, ZRA is under three if you if you chop off that one April appearance. Um, and I thought he, he showed some real stones. So mm-hmm. um, Grayson, of course, blew through the system and, and dominated the minors. And Deal Hall took a very nonlinear path on his way up to the majors. But I want to see them allow him to take the bumps and bruises and get on track and stick with them and allow him to find himself as a starter. Spenny, you're our player development guy across both sports. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, Yeah. Tyler Wells can never be a starting pitcher again because he pitched in the bullpen. Like don't, you don't have to pigeonhole guys to Brian's point. Like guys, he he came in and helped. He was a viable, he he really showed chutzpah to, to put it another way to, be capable of getting thrown into a new role on a playoff team and handle it. It took a level of professionalism from DL Hall for sure. And shout out to the Orioles pitching development for being a real thing for the first time ever. Justin Ramsey. That's who Grayson and DL, when I had the events with them, both gave him credit. And Justin Ramsey, big banks guy. Also, I think I told you that he was he was harping on me when I when we were having our Taco Bell breakfast conversation and he couldn't believe that I hadn't had it and I still haven't. So he is team banks in that conversation. But um, yeah, I, I'm with you. DL was awesome. And you talked about throwing him into the fire. Like, I mean, you look back at the clinchmas this year, like that game against Boston. He came in and made made some he got some big outs. He made a nice play at first. He had a couple of nice plays at first, but he it was him. It was Tyler Wells and it was Gunner. I thought the three guys in the playoff series, mini series, the three game set, whatever you want to call it, who really showed up. I thought DL was awesome when he pitched. Um, Wells looked awesome too. And then Gunner, but, but I, I was very, very happy with how DL pitched and came out. And, and again, he, 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 you know, handled it as, as, as well as he could. It was, a, it was a weird year for him going, you know, coming up, going down and, and then, you know, having to go to Sarasota and get fully worked back up and, the weightlifting program and shit like that. So it, it was a weird year for him, but he did, it seemed like he didn't miss a beat when he came in. And and it reminded me of Gossman in 2014. Gossman came into that ALDS um, versus the Tigers, and he saved that game too before that got out of hand after Wei and Chen kind of let things let things go early. Um, Gossman came in out of you know in relief out of the bullpen and and really held down that game. And and that's kind of what I was seeing from DL this year, obviously, or this this postseason, but shorter smaller sample size but 
Yeah, I sign me up for a for a DL in the uh, the rotation piece. I would love that. I, th- I think he's, you know, I think he's got it. Spenny, you you called it chutzpah. I'll call it just he has massive balls because I think he came in in some big situations and got some big outs. So, yeah, big DL guy. Yeah, the uh, the difference between long reliever and you know being able to start it's really pretty marginal. You got to think. So, mm-hmm. any more thoughts on that? Any any other hot takes we want to throw out there? Nobody has to force them if we don't want to. We can always just get into the starting five. This is Gunner's team. That's my hot take. I feel like that's not a hot take anymore. Like you this is, know, it's this just, is Gunner's team. It's just kind of known, you know. I still don't know how he was safe on that that Aaron Hicks hit. That seemed like it was three weeks ago. Watching that from behind home plate, I was like, oh, he's out by a mile. The reaction I, to all time. I think I posted that uh, yes. after. Yeah, I don't think there's like a huge thing of it, but like people like to be like Gunner Adley, who's better. I think it's a fun conversation when you have two really good. Well, I think Gunner is clearly the better player. Great, I think, he can still I think make Gunner a is what can make a team good. Adley is what can make a team great. Yeah, I think Adley's the the leader, right? He's kind of the the face, and then Gunner's the better player. I feel like Gunner still asks Adley like questions in the dugout. Yeah. Adley's kind of oh, yeah. Adley's kind of they, they balance each other out well. Adley's kind of cool, collected, sort of goofy at times guy. Gunner is just a fucking spark plug. You know, you kind of need it's yin and yang. Yeah, I just hope that I don't know if it's a take or not. I just hope that they have hate in their heart, and that's I think what I was going to get into. We talked about the for each other. Huh? No, just in general. <laughs> I I hope they have like a little black tar in their heart. Like I think those kids needed that. It's a lot of you know. Blondie, white boys coming up quick, having successes at every level. Adley played in you know major college world series, but like I don't know, Grayson in hindsight, like so good in the second half. I feel like that's going to motivate him so much. He's an Henri fellow. He was so pissed when he was not pitching up to his standard in the first mm-hmm. half of the year. He's so pissed about it. So I hope those guys just – I think it was good to have some scar tissue there. I think Gunner showed it in that series, actually. He was Gunner the only does, one out there that looked really – Gunner alive. doesn't need any. Gunner has – I don't know what – I don't know what is up with Gunner Henderson, but I don't think he – he was just born with hate in his heart. He, mm-hmm. he his, It seems like his parents are like the – they remind me like Zach Galifianakis in the campaign. There's like, oh, sweetie, Great you're movie. so good. Like, what oh, my gosh. Movie. Like, Gunner, you're, I'm so proud of you. And Gunner's just like, I should have fucking had a triple, not a double. What, what the, the campaign, man? I remember I snuck Great. into that. Fantastic movie. Yeah, it's All so right, I'll stop short of fantastic, but it's enjoyable. It's a, oh, it's it's a very it's a that that was a well, that was an answer on the show. dozen this week too. But you get a couple laughs. It's a it's the a Rainbow f- Land scene is an all time scene. Forgettable, but la- you know, get a, a couple solid laughs out of it. Uh, Will Ferrell vehicle. I do not want to live in Rainbow Land, and you can't make me. I do think Adley. I do not want to live in Rainbow Land, and you can't make me live in Rainbow Land. Adley, Adley showed, Adley showed some. He he shows it towards the umps. He kind of, I think, towards the end of the year, he kind of let his emotions. He didn't obviously. He's not yelling or anything like that, but he kind of let it go. And Gunner, we see some some bat slams and stuff when he strikes out. So I don't think we have to worry about either of those. I think they're that that hate will come. I think they'll. I was waiting for Gunner to explode one time this year because he got screwed over by a lot of strikes. But okay, yeah. I I have one take uh, going off of that conversation. My hot take, and this might not be a hot take either. The best guy on the team's not even on the team yet. I think mm-hmm. the I think I think Jackson's going to be the best of the three. I think he might be the greatest baseball player of all time at this rate. Uh, maybe the greatest athlete of all time. I don't think you're going far mm-hmm. enough. Yeah, Jackson is Shred Williams. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that. (laughs) (laughs) You just like talk about a guy that's had success at every level. My hot take was going to be that he starts on opening day next year. Is that something you might be interested in? 
<laughs> I think there'll be a lot of debate over whether or not he makes the opening day roster. I just think, I feel like there's zero shot. He's not up by mid May. Like z- I feel like zero shot. And if you're not I'm, service time manipulating him, then he's probably already done enough for, I feel day. like they don't Correct. even get like, it would only be not service in the time service time manipulation category. I feel like he's too young. Like he's yeah. It's crazy. Supernova like, category. He's too Direct. young and moving too fast. They can't even, they can't even excuse it. Uh, well, yeah. here's the thing. Get him up there. If he's up on opening day and he wins rookie of the year, they get another draft pick next year. Now, somebody had asked me what happens if him and Kerstad finish top three. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Like, what, what does happen? I, you're not in a rebuild anymore. You what do you mean what happens? Every like, what? Get, do they get because you get you get an extra pick if they finish in the top three of the A of, of the rookie of the year. So, do the Orioles get two picks for that? I bet they, they would give them two. Because yeah, they can probably, give away the supplemental round picks. Doesn't matter. It's not well, like they're those no, are those are like slotted now, right? There yeah. are three of them. So so somebody on Twitter was like, I bet you they don't bring Jackson up to start the year because Elias is gonna want the first round pick. You know, when 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 if he if Jackson wins it in 2025, then we'll get the first round pick that year. And I go, We're not thinking about first round picks anymore. I said with that that part of thinking about right. like Let's. What about the 2025 first round? No. What about this kid that'll be that. up in 2029 that we could get? Exactly. Like, like the, there was an, this, this was to my point. Like before, where a year and a half ago or two years ago, we were just having podcasts about the Orioles where we talked about the number one picks. When was the last time anyone talked about Enrique Bradfield? Once you're good, mm-hmm. nobody talks about your first round picks, and yep, he could be yep. good. But like we we're past, we're past the point of like the, like we're gonna draft somebody in the first round, of the next draft, and we'll be like, okay. Is the Enrique, team good or not? Enrique Bradfield is not a piece that is going to put this team over the top. Like, they're, they're, they, you know, like that's not how it was, you know, when they drafted Adley, it was like, oh, this is going to be the guy they build around. And then Gunner is like, oh, this is going to be a good piece. And then Jackson is like, oh, you know, he's going to be slotted in here and there. Th- th- I think that our, our like projecting first round picks and looking at, at you know, these top guys, we're, we're done with that because now we're focused on the big leagues. Because again, like, I, I love all these guys in the minors. I'm done with see, like congrats to Norfolk. That's great. I'm not. We're not here for AAA championships now. Like we, we congrats to Norfolk though. Congrats. Shout out to Norfolk. Yes, love the guys down there. New um, ownership on the way for them. New ownership. Yeah. I saw that. And they say what happens in AAA, you know, usually happens a couple years later. Just saying. Um, but again, like we're not. We're, we're. I'm not. I don't give a shit about the 2025 first round pick. Like I don't think Elias. They're not building for that anymore. Like that. They're not putting their eggs in that basket to be like. Well, we really want that first round pick if if Jackson is up in 2025 and gets the you know rookie of the year. Like w- now, this is full systems go. Like this is the liftoff. Like liftoff. Yeah, lift yeah. Off. we're doing win, it again. We're doing game. liftoff again. So hitting yeah. bombs. <laughs> I don't even know what these are, but I, I'm with you, Taylor. <laughs> I, I do think I do think Come Jackson. On, I think if they want to, if Elias really wants to have like a fuck you, like we're going for this next year. Like I think they sign or trade for a pitcher. Um, and then, and then, you know, they, they bring in some veteran guy and then Jackson's on the opening day roster. And we're looking at, uh, you know, at Westberg at third gunner or, uh, gunner at short. You can put Jackson at second, Mountcastle at first, Adley behind and, and then the outfield that we know. So check out, uh, him and Ethan holidays, TikTok too. If you want to get a, a look at that silky swing, just continuing to develop yeah, and develop. They're just- they're just raking in the offseason. Somebody was like, he needs to take a break. And I was like, I don't think a kid like him, like he doesn't have that. Like I need to take like a, a break. baseball cowboy. I those mean, guys are, yeah, those guys cowboys. are squashing the bug on the daily on TikTok. Check that out. It's good. It's yeah. good content. The diamond is the holiday family ranch. I think 
I think it, what do they call their? It's called like the holiday hacks or something like that, which is great. I mean, yeah, holiday hack, holiday hacks. It's a great I think. Instagram name and yeah. Twitter name. Like that's that's perfect. It should be hotel motel holiday inn, but that's a, a discussion for another time. Well, he can't he can't get a hotel room, so yeah, that's true. Oh, he, I mean, he should still be in kindergarten, really learning his ABCs. So I mean, I mean, crazy. he should be picking out his Halloween costume. Yeah, listen, hey, li- and hey. I think I also think the fact that Elias was more direct than he maybe even needed to be about saying that Holiday had a chance to make the opening day roster. I think that's where they project him to be. I mean, like barring any injury or, yeah. you know, he goes over 31 in spring training. Like Hunsu Kim did that one year. <laughs> that's a throwback. Totally a comparable. Yeah. I, I, apples to apples. Both lefty. Hunsu Kim. Kim and Jackson, Jackson Holiday. You don't think there's a lot of similarity there, Ron? And many, he was so silky that for, uh, for a while. Middle infield. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, is it we're we're getting into uh Hunsu Kim territory? I think we're doing uh, Jake, Jake, you'll get this. We're yeah, in a, Jake, that's the move that's the moving on signal. We're, right we're into the silly hour, Jake. We are uh we are approaching the 40 minute mark. That is time to jump into our starting five presented by Fed Thrill promo code exit fifty two for 20% off. Uh jump in there, get your sunnies. Sun's starting to get a little low uh here in the mid-Atlantic and really everywhere. And there and in fact there's debate and this is Eric's impossible. Just always even, stripping on the show. It's Sorry. impossible. Yeah, I see that. It's impossible to even look up whether daylight savings time is actually gonna happen this year, too. So nobody knows. But you know, still plenty of time to get sunnies. You're gonna be tailgating uh still throughout the uh next several months here with football season. So go and get your sunnies. Uh, and get them at Fed Thrill with promo code exit fifty two. Starting five. This is a this is a little bit of an offbeat one. I didn't come up with it. I'm gonna have my guy, the Smythe Man, uh, walk us through this because I, I was a little confused by the prompt, but I liked it. I was just confused. Yeah, I, I I don't know. We we always have trouble thinking of starting fives, and honestly, maybe we next week if we do another starting five, we do go Halloween candy so we can regurgitate the candy discussion again. Um, which you know was one of our we weren't on that one, were we? I think that was just you three. You guys were not on that one. Would love to have you on so RDT can take freaking banana uh, Laffy Taffy again and just embarrass himself. But um, I, I thought of things like back-to-back that happen back-to-back, whether that be moments that happen back-to-back, things that are shown back-to-back, um, things that, you know, that was just things that are back-to-back. And I think that happens in a variety of different ways. And so I was like, this is open-ended. And then Spenny was tossing down some open-ended answers in the chat. I was like, this guy's on my way blind on this. So let's let's roll it. And that's where we so are. The examples I used to get it on, on the board, I said Jordan 96-97, and then I followed up with Siamese twins are also back-to-back. I, they're side-to-side. They're not – They're not back-to-back. <laughs> Siamese twins. There you have it. There you have it. What was that movie with Matt Damon when he was a Siamese twin? Stuck on you. Stuck yeah, on that's you. a great – I saw that in theaters. Good God. Oh man, that's Great not a movie. movie that gets made in twenty twenty three. Probably not. Yeah, um, what was your name? Who's in that? No um, Jack Black Austin, movie Austin either White, gets made White. this year. Jack Black wouldn't exist starting. Why are we going at Jack Black? Because <laughs> just no movie that he made would get picked. Like that. That to Taylor's point, like the the classic Rob, Shallow Hell like, would get canceled in two seconds. The, the star-driven comedy does not get made in twenty twenty three unless it's there going, has not been a good comedy direct, movie unless it goes directly to Peacock or something. There hasn't been a good comedy movie in 10 years. That's a good the other thing. I thought about this the other day. The other thing that doesn't get changed that I know everyone on this show likes, Entourage does not get made in 2023 in the way that it got well, made. Well, they keep talking about rebooting it, but it would be so different. You it would, would have be to do, so pared down. They would yeah. have to pare it down so much. 
It would be Don't like all like social Doug media stuff too. Started on that. Doug Allen like goes off the rails because he's he's like, hey, if you log into the Max or when it was HBO Max, you'll never see Andrage on the suggested shows. He's like, we, I'm not homophobic or anything for making that. It was what was going on, and anyone in the industry at that time would attest to it. But it's like, oh, we can show Boardwalk Empire, which is a bunch of people slaughtering each other and like raping and pillaging the KKK. Yeah. Yeah. Doug Allen, a little bit messed up. Doug Allen, a big cancel culture guy. So he's kind of going off the rails there. So it would probably, (laughs) if they were to do it, they would probably have somebody else run the show, but it's tough. Um, But yeah. Okay. So uh, back to back, I'm putting putting together the little big board here. How do we want to do order? I can randomize it if you'd like. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. I thought you'd be on it. Well, I was, I I was, let me pick the order. Let me, let me pick the order. Okay. How do you want to go about it? I want to go Brian one, Jake two, Taylor three, me four, Eric five. (laughs) There you have it. (laughs) We're just going to abide by that. Any particular, uh, you guys can randomize it. I was, I don't know. It's just filibustering. Nobody wants to listen to us and wait for a randomizer. That was a good filibuster. Um, now Taylor suck, can give us the real sucked order. you in enough to just merely listen and not. Yeah, <laughs> that's the that's what's so good about Spenny's charm. That's why he's an entertainer. You just get sucked back in. To, what do you say? It's all I do is just suck in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, and this is where this goes bad. I, uh, I have the first pick. Brian has the second pick. RDT has the third pick. Jake has the fourth pick, and Spencer has the fifth pick. So are we doing that list then? Yep, there we go. It's random. Do it again. Okay, read that off again. I got to write these down. Uh, Me, Brian Banks Black, Eric RDTTTT, Jake Luke, or as I said at once, Jake Luke, and uh, Spenny. And Gentle Spen Crenshaw. Okay. Gentle Spen Crenshaw. Michael Spenix. Yeah, there you go. Boy, by the way, that Washington team is really freaking good. Boy, are they fun fun to watch. Yeah. Solid. That was a great college football game. I that was fun. Was a did not watch game. a great college football game, unfortunately. All right, you ready? You have it down. Uh, yeah, I'm right. I'm writing them. We're doing snake, right? Snake. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, I can all start the record off. to show that I didn't think about this since we texted about it. All off the dome. That's how that's how uh, that's how Brian's been doing it for three years. So you're not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm a little worried about this one. (laughs) Yeah, five deep. This is this might be a tough one. Um, I'm gonna take with the first pick an afternoon staple. I think for those in the generation that we um, occupy, I'm gonna take. Pardon the interruption and uh, around the horn back to back. Hmm. I thought okay. I could get that like with the last round pick. I this thought of that earlier I, and I'm like, oh, what a pick. That's this so is good. why I didn't want the first pick because I could, I, I see what direction you're going with this now and I'm be able to see a little more. But if I was just going in cold as the first guy, I was, I don't know. That's just, yeah. I mean, I have a couple different angles on it, but I'm going to take that first. I just thought it's a like sports-based nice- sports based thing. I, RDT was the main person I was trying to avoid there and that now. I'm it was glad like I, a little two-piece combo there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that good, was a, that's a good one. Around the Horn is a very up and down show, but PTI has been good for 20 years. Those guys, no matter how much they do or don't know about sports, are very good together. Mm-hmm. 
Reality always uh, always worth buying stock into. Reality is the, the athletic piece about reality from a couple of years ago is, an, is a great feature mm, about his really, yeah. like, overall really life good. perspective and stuff. And the yeah. Woody page, the Woody page, um, uh, Mariotti, Plashki, that era is a hell of an era of TV. Fucking Mariotti, dude. What an absolute, <laughs> just what a bad Bob, guy. Bob Ryan, what an era of TV. That's your guy, right, Jake? Yeah, yeah. Mariotti. That is a Jake kind of guy, Mariotti. No, fuck yeah. that guy. Fuck Mariotti. <laughs> fuck Jake Mariotti. I'm on record. You had an around the horn Mariotti jersey you wore to an Orioles game. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think that, I don't think that's true though. That's I think you're mixing me up with somebody else there. Uh, I don't know. I'll have to. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> you were like defending him after you had that incident. You know, it was kind of a weird thing. So I don't you know. You could also probably mark around the horn as like <laughs> one of the symbolic ends of like great newspaper writing too. But what are you gonna do? Yeah, mm. where all those guys just now want to be personalities. Yeah, tr- that's, talk about, that's a good point. Talk about that next week. Yeah, we'll talk about that on our Patreon when when RDT strips. Yeah, um, a lot of, a lot of content on the back burner for that. Really, we we <laughs> we got a, a lot of stuff in the hopper. Spooky B, you're too. I'm just yeah, I just letting you guys go on that one. Yeah, um, trying to get a pick. <laughs> I, I honestly was gonna take this because it's the first thing that came to mind. I was gonna take it first overall if I had to pick it. I'm taking Tom Amansky back to back to back <laughs> AAU national <laughs> champions. Yeah, that's the first round pick if I've ever seen one. Yeah, that was uh, that was literally the first thing. Fred I wrote McGriff down. with the point and uh, hats getting up so tall. Yeah, you got you got the kids on the line doing this thing. The thing where they're rolling the ball back and rolling the balls back and forth. Oh, you know what's a classic? The old garbage can, can at home plate throw. That's one of the better. Yeah. How many takes do you think that that took? <laughs> These guys are fundamental studs. That was, those back were paid back, back for AAU sure. national championships. One take, baby. No, no my back my softball team. Back. We we tried to make our team name the Tom Amansky All Stars, and they wouldn't. Um, the t-shirt company wouldn't print them because they were like, it's copyrighted. Like we can't just that's, say that's that. Sad, so, and we wanted to have like, instead of our names, you wanted to have like back to back to back on it. Shout so, out that's to, a good uh, pick. I shout out to strapped who did a good, really good, uh, no laying up. They did a really good like trailer for like their, um, strapped spring training series. They like kind of parodied that. So yeah, I, I, that, that has a soft spot in my heart. That was definitely like one of the first things I wrote down. That's a good one. Eric, number three. <clears throat> um, I'm going to take uh, Adley and Gunner. Wrote that down. When they're hitting one, two, or vice versa, they're switching back. When they're back to back, yeah. That that I know Brian is mulling this over right now, but they're literally back to back. Okay. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> You look, you look very confused, and no. I was waiting for a veto of some sort. But no, I'm not vetoing this at all. You're taking Adley and Gunner. It was it was dead silent in the chat, and you projected on me. No, that's I good. I wrote that. That was another yeah. one of the first things I wrote down. Mm. And I'm going to take for my pick good, the good, one that I wrote down right before that, uh, Jonathan Ogden to Ray Lewis, the original version of that, really. But you couldn't pick that for obvious reasons, so I'm going to go ahead and take it. And uh, that's going to play well with the crowd, and is also very well worth it, in my opinion. So, good pick. I don't know where this is going to go. Spanish. Coffee and a shit. That's, oh yeah. Take a coffee. Yeah. Take a crap. Yeah. Number one. Number one on my board. You can sell. You can. If you want it to be a cigarette, go for that too. 
We don't promote smoking on the show, but we don't. That, that's electric too. That's electric. Coffee and a shit, nothing better. Nothing better than waking up, grabbing a cup of Joe, heading to the old porcelain pony, and settling in. <laughs> and it's good too because one begets the other. It's not just something that happens naturally. It's like, okay, I'm going to do this, and then that is going to cause an effect. I'm going to wind up here. I like that. Love it. I, I love that part of my life. This, this little part of my life, this right here. Number two, I'm going to go watching Star Wars movies back to back to back to back to back to back. Everybody's done that at some point in their, in their lives, has, has just crushed through. All right, Eric, Harry Potter, fine. Oh, God. I did that with Star Wars and Back to the Future on VHS. Uh, Rocky. In like the early 2000s. It's a good pick. I like it. Solid pick. I just I have not partaken. Yeah, I do. When when like TNT rolls the Fast and the Furious and Too Fast Too Furious oh, back and forth, that is just. I want to drive off. I want to Paul Walker myself when that when that. Oh, happens. oh, that's awful. That's, that's tough. awful. That's tough. That's awful. Little respect for PW. I'm gonna. Uh, okay. Died on the same night as the uh, the Kick Six. Do you remember yep. that? Yep, I do. <laughs> Being at the bar for those two like news stories breaking at the same time was a wild ride. That was something. Um, who is it now? Brian, right? No, I think it's me. Um, yeah, yeah. What do we got here? I'm going to go with, uh, man, my board fell interestingly here. Might have to go with a couple, couple sports ones to kick us off here. I'm going to go with, uh, the Monday night football doubleheader. Mm. Always, always a really good, that's a big football is back moment. The Monday night football doubleheader. I'm a big fan. Sergio Dip on the second broadcast. Yep, everyone remembers Sergio. Everyone remembers where they were. Vance Joseph having the time of his life. It's it, and that's the second game is always so weird. Like the the first one starts like early, then you start to get into the second one. It's like man, this is like this just got a weird feeling to it. But my it's, only criticism about the pig is that second game ends at like four in the morning, and I'm just it's just tough to get all the way there. It doesn't hit you like remember, it used to. I'll give you that, but like when it was in its prime, like it. it it was a big part of my sports life. What was your favorite version of the broadcast? The the Mike and Mike version, the Berman version, Dennis <laughs> Miller, Tony. Have you ever, dude, the Dennis yeah. Miller ones are actually good. If you go back and watch them, like he would, he was doing bits. Like he would be in there and he'd be like, you know, Mexico City, it's really interesting down here. People always say don't drink the water, but I was drinking it and I feel. Ooh, and then he would like like fake pass out. Like it's, <laughs> he was just doing all these bits. Like it's so good. Like just like so much weird shit going on it's like, very as, as the card is coming out for him and it's just Dennis Miller <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly what's the deal with that Whoa. do you remember you remember the, the second the second uh game i think it was 2020 the broncos titans game when goskowski missed like three extra points in a field goal yeah that yeah. was like a perfect second monday night game on the first week like, yeah that was, was like just, some voodoo shits going on here yeah there, it's just yeah, always it's something awful. with that second game just very memorable yeah, so something is weird so yeah that's good i i, I definitely had that pick I didn't write it down, but it was in the back of my head if I needed it. So, a lot of good, a lot of good sports ones for this. Yeah, uh, but Eric, you are up next. Um, I'm going to take hitting back to back beer pong shots. Good call. Getting them rolled right back to you. Where you're you're running it right back. So you hit back to back, you get them again, and and you could just go on a tear from there. So couldn't tell you the last time I played beer pong, but you know, let's get back out there, Eric. Let's get you playing beer pong again. Let's find a time. I was going to say, we've been in environments recently where we could have could have teed it up. We could just do it at like pickles or something. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. Shit, we literally could have done it last weekend. That's on us. Mm. We all dropped the ball. But yeah, doing back-to-back beer pong shots. On heating up, right? And then on fire yeah. with the third. I think he's thinking teammates. 
Oh, is that back it? Back to back, falls back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like oh, okay. you, you make both in the same turn. Okay. And yeah. Either, I mean, either back. one works, but yeah, they're both. Yeah, good. either it works either way. Yeah. Yeah. Eri? I am going to take the Griffies, father son, a little back to back homers, all time moment. Pretty cool mm-hmm. that they even got to play together, let alone doing a moment like that. Um, pretty cool, back to back. It's insane to think that 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 happened. Them them playing together, let alone like both being good and hitting home runs together. Even being on the same team. It is. Yeah, yeah that is ridiculous. I am, but I'm sure Eric can't wait for Bron and Bronny. I was going to say when LeBron throws one up to Bronny, well, that's going to be. Well, we're, not, we're not spoiling picks here. We're not spoiling picks. Well, that hasn't happened yet. So. That hasn't happened yet. You can't take it. Well, <laughs> we're not, we're, we're not. Right, well, listen, let's right. just get Bronny healthy first and then we'll, we'll, yeah. You know, I'm yeah. worried more about his health. Shout yeah, out to thoughts Bronny. Thoughts and prayers to him. Pro Bronny podcast. Shout out to Bronny. Taylor's second pick. Um, I'm going to, I'll specifically take it in one instance, but when you were a kid, there was nothing like the back-to-back 11 and a half minutes of a cartoon over the course of a half an hour period. So like the back-to-back episodes of SpongeBob, which me and Banks in an Ocean City trip once banged back like eight of those in a row. Um, but I, you never know what's coming on the back end of it. I, that was always the best. Just the half an hour back-to-back episodes, uh, within the half an hour. One of my favorite back-to-back things. Um, and then I'm taking um, the um, uh, why can't I not, the other one is escaping me of what came up. Oh, the back to back infomercials of the uh, Ronco rotisserie and the magic bullet. Yeah, absolutely. We, we one, of great, one of the great one of the great infomercial. infomercial. We should do an infomercial draft 100 percent. One of the great infomercial back to backs mm. of all time. That chicken, that chicken cooked unbelievably well in that Ronco. What is it, Ronco rotisseries, and what else? Uh, Magic Bullet. Magic Bullet. Yeah, I'm thinking of Sham Wow, and what was the other one that that guy did? Slap Chop. Was it Slap Chop? chop. Yeah, or something like that. Was that Billy Mays? No, that was uh, that was Vince, and he got in some some hot water. Prostitute (laughs) with that lady of the night. Something. R.I.P. Billy Mays. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my beer pong team to bring this back used to be the Billy Mays uh, tribute team. (laughs) I like that. Wow. His, son, his son worked like name searches Billy Mays and he liked one. I said something about Billy Mays and his son liked my tweet. And I was like, <laughs> holy shit. This is like, I think I think the Twitter was kind of a wild spot. But died, he, uh, died the same day as the 2009 Confederations Cup final between the U.S. and Brazil. We're just coming up with these deaths of guys on the same day as sporting <laughs> events now. That's what this is turning into. Starting five of our favorite deaths. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. By the way, RIP RIP Burt Young, who who played Paulie in the Rocky, he died. Just came across the wire. Just now? Mm -hmm. Take him off the dead or alive list, Brian. Two or three months ago. (laughs) Take him off the dead or alive list. Yeah. All right. Guys at 83. Off the board. On the same day as the trailer for the Sly Stallone documentary on Netflix. I wonder what that guy's liver looks like. (laughs) Probably pretty cold now. Probably like Tommy Lee's. Uh, Brian. Round uh, I I figured I'd just go with something so random. Uh, I'm gonna go with thunder or lightning, and I'm not talking about the weather. I'm talking about Ron Dane, Tiki Barber. <laughs> okay, I'll write thunder and lightning parentheses. Ron Dane and Tiki Barber. <laughs> parentheses non weather. Yeah, not weather related. <laughs> not weather related. I just go big right back, the big back, back and the scat back. Whatever pops into my brain here. <laughs> that's a good. That's good. I like that. Running back combinations are fun. Yeah. Yeah. Spanix. 
I'm going to go with the Charlie's Angels homecoming photo pose, back-to-back. Going back-to-back, put, throwing up the finger guns, Charlie's Angels. Can you give us that pose again? <laughs> we'll, we'll do it. like Electric. Yeah, yeah Eric, you got to hit me with this one. You got to hit me this way. You gotta Which way do you up, want? Up, 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 up. There you go. <laughs> there you go. You two were thumbnail chasing, let me tell you. That was so good. You'll never believe what Spenny and Eric did. Sounds off. Michael Spenny takes the social media. Going back to back virtually. Can it be done? That was electric. That's a historic Absolute moment. Right there. Factory. I'm going to go with Aquaman one and two. This one's directed by Michael Bay. They're just rushing these things out. <laughs> <laughs> Second entourage reference of the night. <laughs> Was that a real pick? Because I think I, I fucked up there. <laughs> what was yeah, it I was supposed point? to go, right? Yeah, Eric, you were supposed to go. That's why I was like, wait a minute. There's, I mean, he wasn't. He, Eric, you weren't going to take Aquaman. that, were you? You were half. You yeah, were half. Give the the I wasn't. But you were already back to back. And I was like, all right, I guess my turn went. Like, Sorry. So I, I'll, I'll, I, I mean, I was not going to take Aquaman. But <laughs> they're just rushing these they're things just out. Rushing these things out. <laughs> It's a good okay. What did James Cameron have to say about this? Okay, so Aquaman <laughs> one, James, James Cameron to one. two, Michael Bay. I'll write them down, and then we'll go back to Eric, and then to me. <laughs> Fuck you, um, Ari. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm taking eight oh eights and heartbreak, and then my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Ooh. Back when Kanye was a sane person and made really good music, the I mean, you want to talk about zero skips? My beautiful dark twisted fantasy. But following up on 808 and Heartbreak, Taylor Taylor's going to say something. I just don't know if that's his. That's not his best back to back. It's not. That's my close. favorite back. I it, the other one was that's my beautiful too. dark twisted fantasy, and then Jesus. And I don't think Jesus was good at all. So I mean, I would go late registration late. graduation. Yeah, See, I, I'm I'm a I'm more you, my beautiful 808s dark is my fantasy. number one Kanye album. I'll go drop out to late registration before I go to that. Which ones again? Yeah, Taylor has it correct. Yeah, I, I thought about that one, but I had to get my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. I, Wait, which ones did you do? I'm sorry, I'm for for the eight oh eight and heartbreak, and then my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. I'd I definitely would have college dropout involved, but that is. Your I'm pride. so I'm so on your side on this, Eric. It's not even in my mind. Yeah. It's not even a question. It's all it's yeah. all. I, I'm it's not all like good. I I fully would have taken that. I think my beautiful dark twisted fantasy is is. It's my favorite album of all time. So I had I couldn't not wow. take it. I think it's it's incredible. It is very, very good. I would no agree. I, both of no them are good. I just think I late regi- graduation is so good. Graduate yeah, graduation was great, Swift college fan. dropout, probably my two favorite. But it's it's all it's right up until after I mean Life of Pablo is good, but after that See, I didn't like Life of Pablo. Because that's when he started getting weird. And Jesus was Life of Pablo is good though. It is good. I don't, I don't like it. I didn't like After it. that is yeah, when I it starts to fall. I, this is this is gonna now cause some stir. I think. I think 808s and heartbreak is the worst of the first five. It's not very memorable. No. I don't. I don't. Yeah, know. I don't. Like, I, I just don't know. It just doesn't do that much for me. You yeah. have to listen to it through the prism of. You have to listen to it in sequence, and the fact that it's him getting over a breakup and a death, and coming out on the other side happy after going through like a horrible end of a relationship. That's, yeah, and that's I fine. Really, it's just, I don't need a backstory for the other ones for them to be good. You know, like, well, and again, I really only picked, yeah. I picked 808s because I didn't want, I didn't like Jesus. So I wasn't, I, I, I like it. So you essentially were just trying to pick my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Yes. Yes. And that okay. was the only hey, one that's, that fell that's, in between. So. That's your prerogative. 
Yeah, that is. 100%. Okay. So we're going to go me, and then we'll jump Spenny, who picked the Aquaman 1, James Cameron, to Aquaman 2, Michael Bay. They're just <laughs> rushing this thing out. They're just rushing this um, thing So okay. my pick, I'm going to go with Breaking Bad into Better Call Saul. <laughs> two all-time shows. Just all-time yeah. shows, Vince Gilligan and Peter Gold. They just go one, two. Better Call Saul, arguably better. At least I think the last yeah, two Yeah, Breaking Bad doesn't touch Better Call Saul. Yeah, so uh, Breaking Bad to Better Call Saul. And then Ooh, we'll go to me man. again. Get this thing back on the rails here. All right, what do we got? This is great radio. Playing 36 in one day. 36 holes. I around, sure. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's, and it's better when it's spontaneous, too. Sometimes I'll just finish up a round, and we'll be like, you know what? We're just having so much fun. Let's just play another 18. 36 in one that day. Could be your, that could be your pick right there. Just back-to-back golf. <laughs> That that was his. Pick. That was my pick. Oh, that was it. Oh, I thought you said. I thought you said my mind is is. I thought you were like I can't think as I played back to back today. No, yeah, back that's or, yeah. I've, I've done the spontaneous thing maybe once or twice, and that's that's probably the best example of it. But anytime you play thirty six in one day, big fan. Okay, Eric, we're back to you. We're officially back on the rails. And this is my fourth, correct? Yeah, round four. Um, bu- bu- bum. back to back home runs. They're so fucking awesome. I'm just taking any just just any back to back home runs. Doesn't matter who. I remember watching the um the Red Sox. I think it was Red Sox Yankees in like 2005, and they were on Sunday Night Baseball and they hit back to back to back to back home runs. And I was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my like watching it live. And the broadcast was just like, there will be nothing cooler than this moment right here. Like, Brian's just sitting the- there seething at the lack of strategy and like the you know he's just you know he he can't believe that the small just ball sorry. isn't you know Already. being utilized. He wants the game to go back to how it used to be. Mm. <laughs> it's just it's the best i love it so you're standing up you're clapping you're not even in your seat yet and the, the next pitch is thrown and it's a fucking 420 feet into the uh, over baltimore and and the place just loses its mind so i love me a good back-to-back home run thanks sorry i dogged on you there round four pick back to you. uh i'm gonna take aaron burr and alexander hamilton going back to back and then walking it off that and, was the original uh, charlie's angels pose really yeah, exactly. Exactly right. Spenny? No, okay. No. Damn. Oh, oh, I was I was going to No, 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 we're good. We're good. We're fine. <laughs> you guys are going to we No, we're fine. It's all right. Nope. We're good. <laughs> is this me? Uh, this is Taylor. Taylor, you're <laughs> going close. back to back. Like, we need a graphic. We need a goddamn graphic. I'm just rushing this thing out. We're, yeah, we're um. rushing this thing out. <laughs> Fuck you, Ari. Fuck you, Ari. <laughs> they're out to Michael Bay. Just his the way that he says it, he tries to just like completely just paper over it. They're they're out to Michael Bay. Taylor, round four, and then you we're snaking back to you. Mike uh Kevin Smith. Um <laughs> He would have been he would have done a good job. Sure. Uh I'll take uh I'll go the album route as well. I'll take uh Speak Now in Red. Shocked it took that long to get Taylor Swift in there. Yeah, I mean, we were getting that in there. We were getting that in there. Um, the Brittany Mahomes, Taylor Swift, back to back in the, okay. the wow. press box or in the the, the box. <laughs> I'm more of a more of a Mama Kelsey Taylor Swift guy. Oh, no, fuck her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> by the way, by the way, RDT, that was an unbelievable moment of being triggered. You on Twitter venting about the Taylor Swift thing. I mean, that was it was tough when? to watch. A couple weeks ago, I had to tweet at you. It was tough. 
It was tough. You were fully on tilt. No, I think I was just like, we get it. Like, Sunday night we, football. Ah, you were on tilt. You were on tilt. A white tight end caught the, caught the ball who's not, whose name was not Travis Kelsey, and they showed her. RDT wants you to know how much he doesn't care about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Nobody cares I less don't. than him. He's so not I mad don't. about it. <laughs> I'll put it in the I'm not mad. Um, I have another one, right? Yeah. I'm going to take uh, Corso headgear into the 1 p.m. into the noon kickoffs of college football. One of the all-time great transitions. And we'll send you out to Baton Rouge for LSU Mississippi State as Corso is just like getting petted on Herb right? Street. And then it's Dave Pash. I mean, it's just, it's just, it, it always kicks. Corso and then in 1 p.m. slate. 12 noon slate. Sorry. I said it wrong. Noon, noon slate. Yeah. They roll at noon. And then now the days you then change to Gus Johnson, who's calling Michigan, Indiana, and doesn't know anybody on Indiana's team. It's like the sun is just like burning on the field and he's like screaming as if it's a night game. <laughs> Big noon. I love that though. I love what, but well, now it's sometimes a little sad because Corso is doing the wave and his hand is just struggling with the wave now. I feel bad yeah. for him. But back yeah. in the day when Corso was like fully in it, he was just like Lee Corso. <laughs> Lee Corso on college game day and Vern Lundquist at uh, sixteen at Augusta. Literally until they die, they have a lifetime pass. They're yeah. legends, hundred percent. And that's why, like Washington State's coach the other week, like attacked Lee Corso for criticizing Wazoo. It's like, dude, what are you doing? The next thing we know, Ryan Day is going to be calling him out. He's like, hey, fuck you too, yeah. Lee Corso. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ryan I mean, Day's going on. from and then Lou Holtz is just over there, like you know, I think they're gonna run the football. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Day getting triggered by Lou Holtz. What a time! But yeah, oh, I love Corso. This Ohio State team is soft. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> and if Brian we attempt to do this in, and it's gonna happen, uh, <laughs> Brian, you're up. Lou Holtz and Mark oh. May was one of the all-time bad analyst desks <laughs> in any sport ever. Yeah, he was, Lou was. Yeah, like they were on that show. They were yeah. awful. Oof. I'm going to take the office and Parks and Rec back-to-back on NBC Thursdays. Great mm. combo. Yeah, that's a powerhouse. Good pick. Yep. Say no more. Powerhouse. Eric? Me, right? Um, we're going LeBron MVPs 2009, 2010, and then 2012, 2013. So. I got criticized for Taylor Swift. And you took back to back LeBron. I didn't. Well, I didn't. I didn't criticize you for Taylor Swift. <laughs> I didn't. What I, I just said I'm surprised it took that long for you to get her in there. LeBron back to back. So it was 09 to 10, and then it was 12 and 13. Were they the other years? Yeah, he did it twice. He had two back to back. Because he lost the 11 MVP to Rose, right? Derek Rose, which should yeah. have just been. You should have that was a that was a pure narrative. Everyone was tired of LeBron vote for sure. Yeah, it's still true. Mahomes yeah. is going through it now. So it's my final. Love my picks. I'm gonna go Who with a personal be- pick here. I'm gonna go uh Red Dead Redemption one to Red Dead Redemption two. <laughs> my friends loved Red Dead Redemption. Just all time all time games. All time yeah. video games. And you know, it's not often that you'll have that back to back in a series. Sometimes you have a miss with video games. It changes developers. This was Rockstar both times. They knocked it out of the park both times. One to two, two of the best, you know, connected kind of games of all time. Rockstar, you can do that with GTA too. They had some good back to backs. Yeah, Vice City into uh into San Andreas or San Andreas, Andreas into four too. Uh you know, equally incredible. I think um, the Rangers social media team did like a Red Dead Redemption graphic today for Houston and Texas. It was pretty wow. cool. It like it, the color, you know, it had like the colors in the background, like that orange, yellowish, red, like Western background. It was pretty cool. Hell yeah. I like that. Spenneth, you're closing us out. I'm going to go a chip and a putt. 
Chip and a chip putt. and a putt. Chip and a putt, particularly in a scramble, up and down. Chip and a putt. Sink it. Good call. We sh- we shouldn't be chipping in any scrambles, boys. Fuck you, Brian. I mean, what if you almost drive a green? <laughs> Short par four, you know. A Twenty-seven handicap, Brian. Leave me alone. Short par four, almost get it out there, you know. Okay, I suppose. Okay. Chipping well, a putt for bird and a par four, Brian. Brian. So to recap us, round one, we had Taylor going PTI to around the horn. Brian went with Tom Amansky back to back to back. That's maybe my favorite pick of the whole draft. I'm very, I'm seething. I didn't get it. Eric went Adley Rutschman to Gunnar Henderson. I went with Jonathan Ogden to Ray Lewis. Spenny went with coffee and a crap is how I wrote it down. Uh, round two, Spenny leads us off with watching Star Wars movies, any one of them back to back, which was a nice little pick there. I went with the Monday night football doubleheader, special place in my heart for that second game. Eric went with back-to-back beer pong shots. Brian goes the Griffies with their back-to-back homers. Taylor, back-to-back cartoon episodes. A sneaky good pick there, I think. Round three, he kicks us back off with back-to-back infomercials. Uh, Ronco rotisseries and the Magic Bullet. God, I love the Magic Bullet. Brian, Thunder and Lightning, uh, parenthetical Rondane and Tiki Barber. Eric, 808s and Heartbreaks to My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Interesting one there. Uh, We'll see how that plays. I go with Breaking Bad to Better Call Saul. Spenny goes with the Charlie's Angels pose. I like that one. Very unique. Round four, Spenny goes with Aquaman 1, James Cameron. Call me Jim, Vince, to Aquaman 2, <laughs> Michael Bay. They're just rushing this thing out. Fuck you, Ari. That's my favorite what did, pick. What did James have to say about this? Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite he, pick of the draft. And then he's like, he's like, he only he only signed up for one. He does the well, Ari, why the fuck like, did I have to sign up for three? That's just how it works, Vince. Yeah. I went with uh, playing 36 holes in one day. (laughs) Back-to-back home runs for Eric, uh, which is interesting. I mean, there's a little bit of symmetry there with Brian and the the Griffies. Uh, We'll see how that plays. Uh, Diversity-wise, Brian with it. I like this one. Aaron Burr and Alexander Alexander Hamilton going back-to-back before dueling. Uh, Aaron Burr taking one of the great L's of all time. Everyone knows Aaron Burr. You could ask any American, you know, who grew up in this school system, and they would know Aaron Burr, uh, or at least I hope they would. Um, Taylor going with speak now to red. I personally cannot speak to the, uh, the veracity of that. Uh, but okay. Taylor goes, with, I, I, I can speak now to it if you would like me to. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Taylor going with Corso headgear into the 12 noon slate. Uh, shout out to Lee Corso, Brian going with the office and parks and rec, Eric LeBron MVPs. Oh, nine to 10 and then 12 to 13. Me going with Red Dead Redemption 1 to Red Dead Redemption 2, and then Spenny goes with a chip and a putt to close us out. That was fun. That was a uh, good draft. I liked it. Good topic. I left one I on the I don't know where it came from. About. Why do we think of back-to-backs? Like, how did that come up? I was watching I, I was watching something that – a highlight with back-to-back home runs. That's how I thought of it. There you go. And, of course, it, it gets picked twice in this draft, so – Okay. I I absolutely left one on the board. What any honorable mentions for anyone? For me, I actually had so this was a pick your poison. This was gonna be a long one that like wouldn't even fit into a graphic. I was gonna say Lisa Ann and Alexis Texas. Just when you're scrolling through <laughs> Jesus. You're trying to get the you're trying to get the job done. Or you say Riley I had Reed, something left on the board. Or I'm not done yet. Immediately what moment. you go to. Or Riley Reed, Lana Rhodes, back to back. Who are who are also, these people? What why is this why did I know about? that 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 Lana Rhodes was going to be the next name you said? Who who because are all these people? I don't know. You. What do you guys, was going to take it off the rails. What is this? What do you guys? 
Go ahead. Are you listening? To, are you listening to Entourage right now? I'm finding this thing. I'm buying this clip. The boys might all watch that exact episode this evening. This, I think this night. Mid-season Entourage. Was that finding that while Spenny was ripping off porn star names? Was that what we just did there? No, that's okay. That's fine. That's what you did. Yes, that's what just happened. <laughs> so technically, it was Lisa Ann and Alexis Texas or Riley Reed, Lana Rhodes. In parentheses, pick your poison. Wow. Hmm. Those could also be back-to-back duos of absolute runs that they went on. Sure. Listen, I, I don't know who those people are, but yeah, no, I love that. Um, I had March Madness leading to the Masters. I always associate those two things, so I don't know. Like, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that would have been a good one. Back-to-back by Drake. That's that's a banger. Uh, would have liked to have gotten that at some point, but it didn't line up. Holidays, I had Halloween into Thanksgiving. I really liked that stretch. And then Memorial Day and 4th of July was another I would have picked. I had liquor before beer in the clear. Um, Had a little bit of an issue doing it the other way last weekend. Uh, I had Godfather 1 into Godfather 2. Unlike Michael Scott, I am not a Godfather 3 guy. Uh, And then Spenny, you'll like these. I had Brett Favre into Aaron Rodgers. And then I had Bill Walsh into George Seifert. I feel like that's an underrated one. Five Super Bowls between those two guys, back-to-back coaches. I mean, you go young Montana, or you Montana could. Young, I should say. But, yeah, yeah, you could. It works with actors. Cameron was the only reason I did the movie in the first place. Who's directing? Michael Bay. Jesus Christ! They're just rushing this thing out. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be. That's going on the soundboard, by the way. That's. <laughs> oh boy, I had the, uh, I had the Bash that... Brothers, uh, McGuire and and Canseco. Keep going, mm-hmm. Taylor. No, I was just gonna say. Adrian Grenier, not a great actor. No, <laughs> yeah, no not no, good no. at all. The truest one-hit wonder of all time. He's yeah. not going to do the movie. We don't know where he is. That's that, that's just my favorite. The funny thing about that is, like, now he lives on like a ranch in Texas, and he like kind of went insane, like Vince did at one point. I think he, he just ran out of money. He's going to punch Eminem. That happened to him. And then he did that. He did that Netflix movie. He did a couple things. He did. Uh, he didn't he do like Devil Wears Prada or something like that. If he was going to, that's very much in the entourage era, Devil Wears Prada. So that would make sense. Yeah. yeah. That came out around that same time. Okay. Well, is that, uh, is that a happy hour? Anything else we got here? Um, I had Boardwalk and Rainbow Red. Mm. Yeah, there's some cool. like, there's a lot of video games ones. Like I had Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. That's, Halo, that's Halo good, 2. That's right yeah. in that Red Dead Redemption 1 era too. So that's a special place in my heart. Would I you had, go Madden um, coming out every year? Would you go yeah. Halo and Halo 2 or Halo 2, Halo 3? Two to three. Halo I didn't really play the three. first one. I didn't yeah. play too much of the second one either. I was a Halo really three though. guy. Halo three is really good. Yeah. Um, I might go I Halo to Halo two just because it like Halo two was multiplayer. Halo was not. Mm-hmm. Halo was also like, was like oh, the game sh- was like a game changer. Like that was such a big deal. Halo two changed video games as we know it. Yeah, I agree. Um, I had Archie Griffin and then USA back to back World War champs. I'm surprised that didn't get taken. Uh, yeah, there's some interesting connotations. A lot of stuff going on with war right now, so I wasn't trying to dig yeah, too much. Yeah, kind of wanted that. to stay away from that. Yeah, I'm surprised nobody took Barbenheimer. I thought about that, but I also yeah. thought about that. And I was just like, yeah, I didn't really see them back to back either. I saw Oppenheimer, and then like I saw Barbie like a month later. So a lot I'm of trying to think of like wings, thing. like wings and ranch or something like that, but I didn't. That's yeah. not. Catch that's kind of together. I mean, that's like a, like a combo thing. though. It's yeah, like, that's uh, why. I but I did. I did Thunder and Lightning. I don't know. But what one is but, in front of the other in weather. In so. weather. <laughs> and you're also they're not on the field all the time together. You know, one time one will spell the other a lot of the time. So sure. Yeah. 
Okay. Okay. Is that a show? Is that how ball is done? That's how ball is done. Eric? Okay. Well, uh, let's go ahead and get us out of here. Uh, thank you guys for listening to a little impromptu happy hour uh, here that we decided to throw together. Talking some Orioles, doing some starting five. Always a good time getting on with the fellows. Got to do this more often. Always a lot of fun. So thank you guys for listening. You can find us on social media at Exit52Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us on YouTube, too. I want to shout that more out more often. Go ahead and subscribe to us there. Like all our videos, all that jazz. Leave some comments. Get the interaction going. You can find me on Twitter at Jake Luke. That is L-O-U-Q-U-E. Taylor is at Taylor Smythe 10. Brian is at Barstool Banks. Eric is at E-D-I-T-T-I-22. Spenny is at Ravens 4 Dummies. That is the number four. Shout out to all our sponsors. Jimmy's Famous Seafood presenting this thing. Fed Thrill presenting your starting five. Black Eyed Susan Spices presenting your hot takes. We've got a couple other ones in the mix that are uh, featured on the Jumbo set, which you should, which you should check out. We've got an episode live to the feed now. Talking a little... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Adrian Grenier, just a uh, man. What, what You're working on it. Andrew Kevin Walker ready? Kevin Smith. <laughs> Fuck you, Ari. <laughs> Andrew Kevin Walker wrote it. Oh, that's the guy that wrote seven. Yeah. Like, yeah. What, what, what an all-time just reaction shot show that is. Thank you guys, as always, for entertaining us and our antics as we attempted to entertain you. We will talk to you again very soon.